Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the number one podcast for Airbnb hosts and short-term rental professionals. You're listening to an episode of STR Conversations, hosted by myself, Jasper Rivers, and Eric Muller. Every Friday, we release a new episode where Eric and I have an organic conversation and discuss what's happening in the short-term rental industry and share what we're learning in our hosting businesses and through working with the thousands of students that go through our coaching programs. So this episode is brought to you by Legends X, our 90-day short-term rental accelerator program that's designed to help you skill your hosting business by getting you out of the daily operations so you can free up your time and become the CEO of your business instead of the manager and that allows you to focus on high-level tasks that really move the needle in your business and allow you to grow. And we do that by giving you the systems and teaching you how to build a team so you can actually delegate all those lower-level tasks. So for more information about Legends X and how to join, visit strlegends.com slash X. That is strlegends.com slash X. You are listening to an episode of SDR Conversations of the Get Paid for Your Pad podcast hosted by Jasper Rivers and Eric Miller. So let's dive in. Get paid for your pad. 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 Welcome everybody, episode 499, we are almost at 500. Today we are your hosts, Jasper Rivers and Eric Muller, and we are going to give you guys an update on our next Legends X class that starts on Monday. We are going to, we have a really cool tool to share with you guys that's going to help you figure out where you're at in your business. We'll announce the next class of Legends X, so we got a lot to talk about. Eric, what's up, man? Yo! What's going on, man? 499 episodes. Crazy. No, right? 500 is going to be a special one. We just recorded it. So that's right. That will go live on Monday. Um, but my question to you is you've been in the last, I'd say like three, four, maybe even five weeks, you've been on the phone talking to all the students that applied for Legends X, which our class starts on Monday. Uh, so just in a few days, but you've talked to so many hosts. So I'm always cu- really, really curious. I watched, you know, some of the calls that you did, but I'm really curious to know, like, what are some learning lessons? Yeah, man, it's interesting. Every single class, and I don't know if it's because we're maturing as business leaders and what we're doing with Free Wild and just understanding the industry at, at different a different perspective, but every single class is getting more and more professional. You know, it's like we're recognizing that more and more people are coming to us. The hosts that are coming to us, they really value building a real business and they value tying it to financial freedom. They value tying it to creating something that's bigger than themselves outside of just learning how to host. Right. So in the beginning stages, we had a lot of people that came to us that wanted to just like kind of learn how to optimize what they were doing a little bit where now I would say more times than not, I'm having conversations with people of like, how do we build this business so we can get to a hundred units, 500 units, a thousand units. We have someone who just joined, he has 30 units. He wants to get to a thousand. 
Like that's his goal. That's his, that's his goal. And, and he's got a massive vision on how to do that. We have a lot more people that are truly interested in leadership, which is really cool. Like how do we actually lead real team members and create culture in our company? How do we actually deliver unique experiences? This is what I find interesting too. Like a lot of people that we're talking to are kind of over the whole, let's buy the cheapest furniture possible, put it in there and just host and try to make money. They're having fun with their designs. They're having fun with bringing their personality into the properties and into the communications and the whole thing. So it's making it more fun for us because we can connect on that level, right? Of like building real brands and really creating experiences that guests really attach to and, and have an incredible experience going through our properties. Because once we can figure that out and we figure out the financial and leadership side, now we have something that's scalable. People are coming to us that are serious. And there's also people are coming to us because they want to professionalize what they're doing and become financially free, whatever that means to them in their business, but do it in a way as a leader would do it, working on their business versus in it, getting out of the day-to-day, getting out of all the moving parts so they could actually just take a step back and breathe and be excited and inspired versus just going through the paces, right? And that, yeah, we have a lot of people that are coming to us that want to do scale, but we also have some people that come to us that say like, hey, I have 12 units. I want to get to 20 because that's my financial freedom number, but I want to do it in a way where it gives me the freedom to travel the world. It's like, awesome. Let's do that too, man. Like we don't need to hit 500 listings to have something that's significant. So it's pretty cool, man. I'm really excited about this class. There's a lot more people too that are, I guess, because we're talking about it quite often, interested in the tiny home and the boutique hotel world as well. So I see us really getting down that that rabbit hole in the in the future of educating what we're learning through the process now. But yeah, man, it's just like I think this class is going to be, you know, I think it's all about financial freedom. It's all about creating world class experiences that are unique to them and growing real companies that are profitable in this space. Yeah, I've noticed. I, I, obviously, I haven't talked to as many people uh, as you do, but a couple of things that I noticed as well is like people are really looking to create something unique. And yeah. I think you know, I think that message is kind of in the last couple of years. I think we we've put out that message a lot, but I think the industry has put that message out as well. Of like, we can't just throw anything on Airbnb anymore, and it's going to do well. Uh, we really have to think about like you know who's our guest avatar and how do we create a cool experience for that specific person. But also, it sounds like people are more clear about what they're looking to build. I remember when we launched the first class of Legends X, I feel like there was a lot of people who they wanted to be in the program and they wanted to learn about the systems, you know, and all the education that we have, but they weren't necessarily clear on like what exactly they wanted to do. Yeah. Is that something that you recognize too? I think the industry has changed quite a bit. There's so much education out there right now, which is amazing for our industry. So many podcasts, YouTube channels, courses, coaches, like there's so many different things that people show in their way of growing their businesses, which I think is really amazing for the industry. So it's giving people more understanding of what's possible inside the industry, right? Uh, So I think when it comes to hey, I want to grow an Airbnb business or I'm having fun and I want to do this or I have a handful of listings now uh, and I learned that through this process. It's clear to understand like what you want to do. It's the how part that becomes the the challenging space, right? Of like, 
there's so much out there on teaching, you know, the get started process. But then when it comes to actually implementing that and doing it in a way where it's not driving the business isn't 100% relying upon you to do that is the mo- is the challenging part through that that process. So I think when people come to us they're cl- they're somewhat clear on what they want to do. They get a hell of a lot more clear once we put them through our vision pillar, right? And it's rock solid what they're going to build and how they're going to do it. And then they really come to us to really make sure that they can turn that into a machine so they're not the driver behind the business, right? Meaning I, I just spoke to a couple out of Puerto Rico, husband and wife uh, host, they have 30 something units and he doesn't want to, they don't want to grow too much. They want to get to about 50 units. The husband's 79, the wife is 60. And uh, he's just like, the guy's a workhorse. He's like, dude, I've been working seven days a week, 12 hours a day since I was 12. He's like, I don't, I don't mind hard work, but we're at a spot now where I want to retire and I want to do that in five years. And, and after going through the process with him, Uh, that I go through on these strategy calls, I recognize that I'm like, hey, the number one thing that we got to do for you is like, you have a great brand. You understand where you're going, what you want to do. Your North Star is retirement in five to 10 years. But we got to do this in a way where if you leave the company, you won't kill the company. The book, Good to Great, by Jim Collins talks about that, right? Of how these incredible companies go through this massive growth because they have a leader that is just an incredible, unique person who's just driving that company, right? And driving the growth of the company and the culture of the company and go, 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 go. And the moment that that person either decides to quit, decides to retire or or something happens to them when they get pulled out of the picture, the whole company comes crumbling down because that leader spent zero time spending building any systems or investing into any people in their business. They have a lot of people around them doing things, right? But they're not leading the company. They're not building infrastructure. They're not doing any of that stuff. So, you know, I'm talking to him. I'm like, that's our number one goal working together is setting up what you have now and building your business in a way to where when you step away, that this business can continue to thrive without you. Because what's the point of building? And he's been in business since he said about 11 years now. I'm like, what's the point of growing this hospitality business that if you step away in five years from now, it's all going to come crashing down? Like, yeah. what's the point of us doing this? You just have a job at the end of the day. So that is more of a mindset of like, yeah, a lot of people come to us when they have a good idea what they want to do. We get clear on that through the vision pillar, but then they really, we work with them on the house side of how to actually grow it in the right way. Which I'm I'm excited about, uh, and I'm excited about like really impacting this industry through that way because honestly, I haven't seen anybody else out there in the industry really focusing on what we're doing here on growing real hospitality brands, and it's show the results are showing our process. Yeah, I noticed there's there's some pretty interesting niches amongst our students as well. Is that I think there's somebody focused on like the the cannabis. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. She's awesome. Yeah, you're gonna have to bring her on once she gets this company up and going. You're gonna have to bring her on to to share her niche. But yeah, yeah, we have her. She uh she just joined. She is focused on growing a lifestyle brand around bud and breakfasts. So Bud stays essentially. So where you come to her house, her her properties, 
for a marijuana experience and it's in everything. She said it's in the coffee, it's in, you know, the snacks. She'll cultivate a um infu- marijuana infused chef dinner at the house. So the entire thing is around marijuana cannabis stays even cbd you know the whole thing so even in like the shampoos and soaps there's cbd in it so everything is infused so but that's her niche that's what she's passionate about and she's building an entire company around it which is incredible but yeah yeah that one was cool <laughs> i'm excited about uh uh helping her with that that's really awesome well if i tell my girlfriend that she's going to want to pre-book it out for the next years. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious yeah she's going to do great man there, there's a couple of companies focused on that i know uh but yeah, I mean, like the space is so wide open and yeah, that that's a cool niche. We have somebody else who's focused on unique group stays, um, like big properties and like hosting these really almost like hostels in a way in these properties. And that was a really cool niche. I'm trying to think, who else do you see? Who else do you see come through? Well, that was that was the one that uh, kind of really stood out. Took out the uh, most. Yeah. Yeah. The most, There's yeah. a tiny home company. Uh, there's a boutique hotel, which is really cool. Boutique hotel company that's going through this as well. Real estate investors. Dude, you know what I'm noticing too? And I'm curious to hear from the listeners on this. Uh, if you guys want to reach out to us on this, dude, rental arbitrage. There's not a lot of companies doing this anymore. There's some people that have some rentals, they cherry pick them. But the model of I'm going to scale rental arbitrage, and this is something that I've been preaching personally, we've been preaching for over two and a half years now of like, hey, this model, I got out of that model three years ago. I'm like, hey, this model works. Of course, you can still make money on it. And I know Derek from My Nectar believes that that model could be profitable. But one thing I noticed, it's either short-term rental property managers and or real estate investors that are coming to us. Very few rental arbitrage focused companies. And uh, I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. One thing I noticed too, is like we, we have somebody who who's starting a business from scratch, right? Building tiny home community. Yep. I thought yep. that was, that was cool to see too. Cause like it used to be the case that everybody just kind of coincidentally get into it, you know, get into Airbnb, just renting out a room or renting out, one house or something and then you know you start doing some more and then eventually you know you build a bigger business but this person's like all right this is what i want to build um and you i'm sure you know more details on this but yeah. i thought that was interesting too yeah i uh, that's the other th- yeah 100 we have a lot more people that are entering into short-term rentals as the best the highest what's called the best and highest use of real estate meaning they are real estate investors looking at short-term rentals as a great opportunity to build a business around it versus just like we were saying back in the day people kind of stumbling into short-term oh, let me just host my property and see how it goes okay let me get a second one and before i know it i got 30 and i'm like holy crap i got a business yeah this individual is a real estate background developer background traveler, the whole thing, who has decided to go in and build a really awesome tiny home business where there's going to be multiple locations. Again, very similar to what we want to do with Free Wild. So yeah, it's cool. This this class is going to be fun. It's going to be really interesting to see the outcome of this. And then of course, we have the people that come to us that have a handful of listings that just want to kind of optimize what they're doing and build a lifestyle business, which I think is cool within itself. Yeah. You know, It doesn't have to always be these massive projects that people are going mm-hmm. after. 
Sure. Yeah. We, I mean, we always get a number of, you know, hectic hosts as we, as we call them, right. People who have like anywhere from like a few to up to like 10, 15 units who are, who just need to get themselves out of the business and build some systems so that they don't have to operate from memory. We always yeah. have a, you know, a bunch of, uh, a bunch of people in that, uh, in that group as well. But yeah, no, I agree. I'm, I'm excited about this group because what I notice every class our hosts are becoming more professional. And I don't, I'm also wondering, like, are we attracting these people because this is the stuff that we talk about or is the industry as a whole changing? You know, I think, I think it'd be it's really a great question. Yeah. And I think it'd be interesting. You know, we are definitely planning to go to more events, right. In the, in the future. So like mm -hmm. the VRMRA in October, I think it'd be really interesting for us to, when we start going to these, all these events again, is, uh, because then we'll get a better sense of like, are we living in a little micro, you know, <laughs> micro climate here? Yeah, <laughs> where it's like the sun's shining every day, but you know, on the other side, it's like raining. Or, yeah, or yeah. is this just you know how the industry is changing? Well, I think I think it's both, man. I think you know, again, you and I are evolving as leaders and business owners, and focusing, you know, shifting our focus to what we're building with free wild with our company there and generational wealth and buying hotels and like that forces us to be a different type of operator and a different type of host right like we go from a host to an operator that's the biggest difference right like you have a host who is involved in the day-to-day -day of it all and then you have the operator who's focused on building the systems and the team and running the business and looking for the biggest opportunities right once we get off this podcast, we have a call with the legends and some other guests that we invited onto this call. It was a last minute call that we put together for the Legends Mastermind where they're, we're considering buying a hotel together. It's a 45 unit hotel that we freaking love. And we're trying to figure out how to put this deal together. And we have the operational side. We have some investors. We're talking to a bank, like the whole thing, right? So because of that, we're naturally attracting in opportunities like this. We're naturally attracting in the people that are looking for the same, because those are the conversations that we're having, right? Which is great. But also with that said, I think the industry is also shifting, right? And we're watching the ability for us to grow companies and develop wealth is a lot more accessible. You know, like we were talking about my episode, the first episode that we did together, what was it 175? Yeah. Yeah. So how that was for a long time, your number one downloaded podcast for Get Paid for Your Pad. And you believe it's because at that time, there wasn't a lot of people talking about short-term rentals at scale, right? And at that time, I had probably about 100 or so units, which was a lot of properties back then with management and arbitrage. Now it's becoming so common for this. Like we're, we're seeing like individuals running 30, 50, 100 units is a lot easier. I hate using that word easy because I know it's not easy. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot more accessible and plausible to build something like that than it was two, three, four years ago. So yeah, I think the industry is changing. I think it has changed. I think there's more operators in the industry along with the hosts. So it's going to be interesting, but yeah, we're going to start doing the tours, right? We, we took about six months to, to go deep into building our companies and building our teams and systems and processes, the whole thing, and kind of shut out 
the social media world and the events and all that stuff. But now I'm excited to get back to it. So we're going to be at the VRMA in October, which I'm pumped about. So this yeah. is going to be fun. It's going to be in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Oh, in Vegas fun. this weekend. All right. Oh, yeah, nice. I'm not. I'm not that excited about going to Vegas in August, but uh, you know, it's my friend's bachelor party, so hot. I can yeah. tell you, it's hot. Yeah, <laughs> let's give everybody a little preview of what the first couple of weeks of uh, Legends X look look like, right? Because a lot of people are interested in the program. We always, every day, we get people reaching out. The program starts on Monday, first of all, right? August twenty second. It's going to run through November eighteenth, so ninety days. There's three pillars in the program. We've talked about this a lot. We have the vision pillar, the operations pillar, the skill pillar. And the reason that we designed it that way is because the first thing that we have to do is we have to get really, really clear on what we want to build, who we want to serve, our guest avatar. We want to develop the standards for our business. We have to do that before we start building all the systems. And then eventually we can, once we have the systems, we can scale but the very first week, we actually have something that we call the business assessment. So mm -hmm. what we have our students do is we have a long list of uh, almost 100 questions. And that list of questions serves to give our students an idea of where they're at in their business right now. You know, there's this thing like you don't know what you don't know. That's always the reaction that we get from our students after they fill out this business assessment sheet because we're asking them questions like, hey, how do you do this? And like, have you, do you have this? And then their reaction is often like, oh, I had actually never thought about that. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. I sh should I be doing this? Should I have this? Right. Mm -hmm. That's the first week is really for the students to get to know each other and to get an understanding of like, you know, where am I at when it comes to all the different parts of, of the business? But what's really cool about that as well is we created a, a different, we created a version of this that we made available to the public. So if you're listening to this right now, you can actually take that business assessment, even though you're not in Legends X, you can still take that uh, business assessment and get some insight into what are the areas in your business that need the most focus, right? So if you go to strlegends.com slash grow, you can actually take the assessment, which is going to be really fun. So I highly encourage uh, you to do that and let us know what your insights are. Uh, shoot us an email at uh, team at overnightsuccess.io. We'd love to hear uh, if you got some insights from that. Yeah, it's powerful to go through that stuff. We wanted to make it available to everybody because uh, the results that we're getting for the clarity that we're getting for our students. So yeah, go through that and share your results with us. I mean, I'm really curious to see you know what that comes back at. And if we can support you guys on implementing any of this, we will. So but yeah, yeah. So we got um we kick off Monday, dive into the vision pillar. That's gonna be a lot of fun and uh one of the most insightful parts of the program for people because this is an actual we're forcing CEOs and hosts and business owners to sit down and go through the vision side of their business, which most companies just don't take the time to do this. And most importantly, at the end of the vision pillar, what we do is we put them through the bottleneck process, right? Of understanding where people's times are going, where their bottlenecks are in their business. So then we can focus on clearing that up with the right systems in the operational side, right? And you know, I've been saying this a lot uh, on the calls. It's like the bottleneck is always at the top of the bottle, right? And what that means in our businesses is that we are 
the bottleneck. We are at the top of the company. We're at the top of the bottle. We are the ones that are creating the slow growth in the company. And the moment we can recognize where our time is going and how to clear that up and how to clear out the bottlenecks, which are 80% of the time us, if not more, us being the bottleneck, then we're able to actually start scaling this business and focus on different aspects of the business versus being reactive. So that's the goal in the vision side is understanding who we're serving, how how we're serving them, where we're going, the culture of our company, but most importantly, where's our time going and how to clear that up. And then we go into operational side to turn that into a machine. And once we turn that into a machine with the right systems and the right people, then we can go and focus on scale. Man, I can't tell you how many people... The calls have been absolutely amazing. And then we also get some people that reach out and say, Eric, listen, man, you know, I watch your workshop and uh, you know, I don't care about the guest avatar. I don't care about this whole vision <laughs> thing. Like literally, I had a call with a guy the other day that was saying that I don't care about this. I've been in business for X amount of years and I don't think that really matters. I just need to know how to get more listings. I'm like, I'm like, okay, man, let's work backwards here. I'm like, okay, you want more listings. How many more listings do you want? I want 50 listings by the end of the year. Okay, great. If I'm a real estate investor and I give you 50 units right now to take on, what would that do to your business? Uh, you know, I can't take it on right now because you know I it, but and it's just making all these excuses. I'm like, okay, great. What does your team look like? Ah, oh, it's just me and my wife and blah blah blah. Okay, cool. What's your systems look like? Ah, oh, use hostfully and this other thing. Okay, great. So if I gave you 50 listings, you would drop the ball on that because you have no infrastructure, you have no team, you have no vision. What if those 50 listings are in Chicago and you're based in, I don't know, Panama City? Like, how are you doing that? What is your decision-making behind taking on the right properties? What if those 50 units were tree houses and mansions and single family or studio apartments downtown? How do you manage all of that correctly? We can do it, but it won't be world-class. You're going to burn out. You're not going to make a profit, right? As soon as I said that to him, he's like, yeah, okay, okay, I get it. Yeah. And I didn't end up <laughs> inviting him in there because the focus wasn't there. It wasn't coachable, right? But I get those types of things a lot where it's like, hey, just show me how to get more listings. It's like, we always think that that's what we need versus starting from the beginning of what are we building? Why are we building it? How? What are we saying yes to? What's the information that we need to make to make a decision to help us with our decisions in our business. You know, like we have all of that stuff that we're gonna walk you through. And then once we get you into the operational side, it's like, okay, great. We wanna grow to 200 listings. We wanna grow to 100 listings. I wanna own hotels all around the world. Love that vision. Love it. It's possible. Okay. Who and what do we need in place to support that? And then what is the first step towards doing that? Right. And we slowly start taking away chunks on um, building towards that vision. And once we have that foundation, now let's go out and find the properties and plug into that system. You know, and once once people really start understanding that, and we're doing that with Freewild, which is awesome because we can show from the ground up us using our own systems to start a brand new company that is it's not a simple business to build. We're we're building a management company, a lifestyle brand, and we're building uh, a real estate development company essentially all at the same time. Right. And we're showing how we're doing this chunk after chunk to get the growth that we're getting. Right. Yeah. I think once we show that to the operator mindset, we start seeing some real, some amazing results from that. So, yeah. And you mentioned, uh, you know, what to say yes to, what to say no to. The more I learn, the more I realize like 
how important it is to say no. To oh face. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and that, that goes across like, you know, all businesses. Cause I, I was talking to Neil Parak from uh, mate this, Do you know, mate this. Yeah. It's what the, is- cleaning, the, the cleaning company oh, yeah. out of LA. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's he's franchised his business, and he was on the last episode actually. He franchised his business, and, and so I interviewed him on that because I thought that was an interesting opportunity too. It's like for the right person to you know start their own cleaning franchise. But one of the things that I took away from that conversation was I asked him about you know if you have a cleaning company, like would you take on like residential cleanings and vacation rentals, and what are the, what's the difference? And then one thing he said to me was like, well, in my cleaning company, like I probably only take on about one third of Airbnb hosts because most of the Airbnb hosts are not a good fit for my service. So he was saying like, he was teaching his franchisees as well. It's like, if you, if you accept more than one in three Airbnb customers as customers, you're probably not saying no enough. Mm. You know, and that kind of that kind of struck me. Where I was like, "Yeah, that's that's a skill set that you have to learn too." Is like because it 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 makes you feel like you're missing out on something. Yeah, right? when you say no. 100%. So I think that's a that's a big one too. Yeah, awesome, man. Well, last uh, last thing I want to dive into is um, a lot of people I noticed have uh, have told us that they want to join in somewhere in the fall, right? So we decided to start our next class in two months on October 17th. A lot of people have told us that October is a, is a, is a really good month for them to start. Yeah. Maybe it's like a slower season, right? So we actually, uh, uh, we start, we're starting our next class on Monday, but you can already apply for our next class in October yeah. 17th. It will start. Yeah. So let me touch on that a little bit. I think we, we've been getting so many applications that, I'm just personally running at a at a room here to talk to everybody. So a couple of couple of updates here. One is we've decided, just like you said, decided to do another class as soon as possible. And we're kind of expanding the team to support us on that coaching side, uh, fulfillment side. And then also we brought on and we're currently training a new team member to help us with the enrollment process, uh, understanding uh, how to find the right people for this program, right? And uh, really kind of support me on all the demand that we have coming in. So uh, yeah, Mariano just joined the team, which I'm super excited about. Uh, so he's going to be really supporting me on uh, calls and kind of going through business assessments, all of that through the strategy calls to ensure that uh, you know we bring in the right people for this. And then October is going to be the next class. So October 17th, right? We're kicking that off for around 90 days. So if this August 22nd class didn't work for you, this is going to be the best time. So uh, the applications are still live. Um, So still send your application in at uh, strlegends.com slash X. And as those applications come in, I'm going to review every single one of them. Depending on my schedule here, either myself or Mariano is going to jump on a call and go through the strategy session with them. So uh, yeah, guys, we're going to be fulfilling that that class starting in October. I'm excited about that. Send an application in for that and uh, start growing your business. Let's do it. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Again, on Monday, we have episode number 500 so make sure you don't miss that because that's a very special episode so we're you know doing something different on that episode uh so make sure you don't miss that that will go live on monday and with that said eric thank you for uh for being the co-host on this episode and thank you for listening and have a great weekend and we'll see you on monday peace 
Thank you so much for listening to Get Paid for Your Pad, the number one podcast for Airbnb hosts and short-term rental professionals. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you want to learn more about air hosting on Airbnb and building a short-term rental business, then go ahead and subscribe to our daily email newsletter at getpaidforyourpad.com. And if you're just starting out on Airbnb, make sure to download our free Airbnb starter guide at getpaidforyourpad.com forward slash get started. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening for a chance to win lifetime access to the Short-Term Rental Profit Academy, which is our starter course for anybody who wants to start hosting on Airbnb. So every month we select one reviewer at random and give that person access to the course. So thank you for listening. Check back every Monday for a new episode of The Host Show and every Friday for an episode of STR Conversations of the Get Paid for Your Pad podcast. Thank you and see you soon.